Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Mike. And, and this, this is Craft Root Sports. Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am your co-host Scott. With me as always is Mike. And this is Craft Brood Sports. It's time to tap this keg of sports knowledge, Mike. You pump, I'll pour. <laughs> Got it. Boom. New intro. <laughs> Boom. New intro. <laughs> How you like us now? We take a week off. We come back with new intro. Hot shit. <laughs> Mike, what's up, man? Nothing, man. I missed you last week. I this missed was, you, too. It was really awful not doing a show. It really was. I hated every minute of not... And the worst part was there was like stuff coming up, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to talk about... Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. And then there wasn't enough, though, to have a show. Just no. enough to be upset that we weren't doing Yeah, just show. enough to tease. Like, oh, yeah. we could have done a show. That would have been such a good thing to talk about. <laughs> it's going to be so old by the... Right. Skip we it. Kept, we kept a few in there. I kept a few in the, the list, the rundown from, from last week's news. Yeah. Be so good. You, guys, you guys are going to get reminded. <laughs> <laughs> what we wanted to really talk about. Yeah, but it was good. I, I had a good uh, fourth, man. I was up in Youngstown for Brendan Boyle's wedding. Always good to go to the wedding of a dude who's a beer snob because he had a fantastic selection. Oh. I, it was it was pretty impressive. He had uh, all-day IPA, and then there was like a Christmas beer that he had too, which I was like, how, Hello. Long, how long has this been sitting here? <laughs> I'm going to drink it anyways, but how long has this been here? <laughs> But it was it was a good time. Awesome. Congrats, Brendan and Ashley. Yes, congrats, Boyle. Yeah. So now your wedding has a lot to live up to. <laughs> My wedding's a while away, so I got I got time. You got time to I got time for you to forget. List. I got time for you to forget that you said that. I like how I just invited myself to your wedding too. <laughs> uh, you're on the list, but yeah, you did just awesome. kind of throw yeah. that out there. Sorry about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin the surprise, Dick. I already saved the date. It's cool. <laughs> Do you well, know the date? No, I don't. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> but it, I'm clearing the calendar for you, man. We'll take another Clear week off. all of 2017. <laughs> just, you'll be free every weekend. Like, I know it's coming. Nah, I probably will be anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. What are we drinking this week? This week, we have Citra Dog by Thirsty Dog Brewing out of Akron, Ohio. This is an American IPA. American. It's, it kind of fit in. Showing more love to Cleveland area. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that when I picked this one up. But yeah, this one is uh it's a little bit of uh I don't know, it it's a little bit of a higher end, I think. 
IPAs tend to fall within that five to six percent alcohol range. It's six point five, so it's a little bit of a a heavier brew. But uh, so far, I'm digging it. I kind of like the flavor on this beer. Uh, it, I mentioned it before we got into recording. It's better than Pliny so far, so it's got that going for it. <laughs> Pliny won all those beer awards, and it's already shit in the bed behind the Citra Dog. So. Well, this one did win some awards as well. Uh, actually, this beer won the bronze medal at the New York International Beer Competition. I don't know what year, but uh, it is a bronze medal winner, which, cool. Good for you, Thirsty Dog. <laughs> Akron, actually, I'm surprised. Akron has some good brewery. So Thirsty Dogs from Akron, and then so is Hoppin' Frog Brewery. And both of those are considered really good brewers. Like, they're overshadowed by Great Lakes mm. in the Northeast Ohio region, but they're both really good brew and put out some fantastic beers. I guess there ain't shit else coming from uh, Northeast Ohio <laughs> other than beer. Other than beer and Mike Berlon. Well, yeah, beer, Mike Berlon, and until LeBron, a lot of tears. Yeah, well, that's how we do it in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> we we put out a lot of uh, people just leaving the region. That's true. Your your main export is people. <laughs> oh, and we did also pick this because it is the dog days of summer. It sure is. This is the worst time in sports. Holy shit. It's not as bad for us since we're baseball fans, but for most people who are just casual baseball fans, this time of year is awful. Yeah, I still maintain that that time right after the Super Bowl is the worst for me because Super Bowl's over, baseball hasn't started, and you just got middle NBA season, god-awful, not not close enough to the playoffs for the games to matter, (laughs) and they've got their all-star game coming up, and oh, to me that's still the worst, (laughs) right after the Super Bowl. I'm like, So basically exactly what... NBA fans feel about yeah right, right now. now they're just like oh god just baseball the worst <laughs> and it is like this is the worst time of the baseball season when yeah, there is still so much to be played there's and like, they're about to go nothing. on the all-star break yeah. so some of them are kind of looking forward to a couple days off it's yeah it's brutal uh brutal time of year for sports which should make our podcasts really fun to record with <laughs> Show must go on, damn it. (laughs) It must go on, and let's go right now into Upper Deck. And oh my God, if you haven't heard, Kevin Durant! Who needs that one? Oh my God, he's now a Golden State Warrior. What? Yes! What? That's crazy. Signed a two-year deal uh, with a player option in the second year uh, for $53.4 million. I just dropped a bottle cap. And this makes Kevin Durant the uh, highest-paid Warrior on the team next season. They also had to jettison two of their players to make this happen. How do you feel if you're one of the dudes on the Warriors that you won a championship, you win 73 games, you go to game seven and lose in the championship, and now none of you are paid as much as the dude that they're bringing in? Well, I feel shittier if I'm one of the guys that got jettisoned when all of the other guys that are still there were actively recruiting him last season. That makes it even more (laughs) awkward. Like, you knew somebody was going to have to go and you were recruiting somebody else to come play? Man, some brotherhood we had going on. (laughs) Thanks, guys. If I'm Harrison Barnes, I'm like, fuck those guys. I want to beat them every time we play them. There's not much chance of that now that he's in Dallas, but... 
that's a that's a crazy move. I did not see him going to Golden State, uh, especially with all the news coming out that was like, oh, he's staying in Oklahoma City. He's not going anywhere. And then it was like an eleventh hour decision that he moved to Golden State. Well, I did. I, it was either to me, it was one or the other. He was either going to stay in Oklahoma City or he's going to go to the Warriors. It just it it only made sense to do one or the other for him. I mean, there was no other team that really fit was ready to win as much. And if you weren't going to stay in Oklahoma City, I, which I thought he would ultimately do, then the only other team that you could leave for, and it makes sense, you know, your career-wise, I guess you could say, would be to go to the Warriors. Not the option I would have chose, but, you know, there's a whole lot of people up in arms. I'm not one of them. Yeah, people are pissed. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uber pissed. But uh, everybody else in the NBA, good luck next year. It's Cleveland, that's... the Warriors, and that's a lot of guys that look like us. <laughs> and rec league for the rest of the NBA. <laughs> Moving on, uh, let's stick with former NBA athlete delonte west good god he was spotted begging for money in maryland he was panhandling (laughs) asking cars that were pulling up for change so he claims that he was helping a homeless man who's paralyzed from the neck down my question is why would you like panhandle for the guy if you're trying to help him like i really felt sorry for that dude so i i went and asked people for money for him because people would see delante west and think oh my god it's former nba superstar <laughs> delante west didn't you father lebron james here let me give you some money <laughs> i've never i've never like i've seen a lot of homeless dudes and i've been like oh, i should let me take them in like i i got a guy lunch at taco bell one time i've never been like Oh, dude, I feel bad for you. You know what? Let me Give hold me that, that sign. sign. Give me that <laughs> sign. I got you, bro. Yeah. You take a break. You've been working hard out here today. <laughs> That's extreme. Extremely yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> so I once I heard this story, I legitimately felt bad that I once yelled at Delonte West that he would never amount to anything. <laughs> that was when... A Berlin fulfilling prophecy <laughs> right there. Congratulations. I was like, shit. You just made a man... <laughs> You just fucked him up. I wonder if that like rings through in his head, like as he's begging for money, like that yeah, fucking some kid asshole in Xavier told me I would never amount to shit, and here I am. Man, if I ever hunt him down, actually, I, I feel a little bit bad because apparently he's got some sort of like mental issue. I'm sure he does. You've got I, to, to, yeah, to fall that far. Uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. It, it's very it's definitely weird. an odd story all the way around. But super weird. Hopefully, story. he gets some help. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming there's plenty of people out there who tried to help. I'm sure there is. But, eesh. Yeah, very crazy story. I don't know who to believe in that one, but if you see Delonte West, give him a buck. some change. Yeah. <laughs> Delonte Chipotle. Anyway, moving on. Nick Young is a moron and did not pay attention whatsoever to the fact that uh, Jason Pierre-Paul last year blew his fucking hand off with a firework on the 4th of July. Fast forward to uh, last week uh, on the 4th of July, and their video surfaces of uh, Nick Young, who at the near last moment this firework was about to go off, decided that'd be a good time to pick it up and put it in his hand. Then the jackass... Had the shocked look on his face when it went off in his hand. <laughs> do, you, do you guys know these things blow up? Yeah. Uh, I guess it wasn't enough that, you know, everybody knew about Jason Pierre-Paul blowing off his hand. I mean, everybody's seen how gross his hand was. That floated all over social media last year. He even did a damn 
public yeah, service announcement just before the fourth this year. So if you weren't already told a million times while you were a child and seen him last year do this, you even had that last minute reminder, hey, don't be a dipshit. But yet Nick Young, luckily, walked away with all of his fingers. I don't know how lucky the rest of us are. are. I feel like that was natural selection, (laughs) taking its course, and it missed a shot. But You know what's uh, crazy? Even if he had blown off some fingers, he probably could still play since he doesn't play much anyways. It wouldn't really affect him not having some fingers. Yeah. (laughs) Be like, yeah, whatever. You can still sit on the bench. That's fine. Swaggy P (laughs) is a moron. (laughs) So dumb. Um the weird stories just keep coming. I I just love how strange. It's the offseason, folks. <laughs> it's, uh, Denard Robinson, you may know him as the Jaguars running back. Uh, most people probably remember him as the former Michigan quarterback that Shoe couldn't legs. tie his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was found asleep at the wheel of his car as it was sinking into a retention pond. Say what? Him and a passenger were both passed out. Apparently, the cop knocked on the window. He woke up and then fell back asleep. <laughs> and then both him and his passenger didn't get out of the car when the cop was like, hey, nah, we're you're cool. sinking. We're they were cool. like, we're good, man. Fuck it's it. cool. <laughs> Weirdest part of the whole story, apparently he wasn't intoxicated. I don't know how that's even possible. Neither of them like, apparently were yeah, intoxicated. No drugs, no He tweeted alcohol, out a couple nothing. days later, hey, y'all, I'm fine. Shouldn't drive when I'm sleepy. <laughs> Everything's good. <laughs> what? I, I can't. I, there's no way in my mind that I can be like, okay, if he wasn't drunk, then maybe this happened, and that's how he ended up sinking into a pond and falling. There's nothing I can think of uh, that, that would be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, of course he wasn't drunk because X, Y, Z. There's nothing. So which makes less sense? Delonte West panhandling for somebody else <laughs> or non-intoxicated Denard Robinson and his girlfriend or whoever it was in the passenger seat sinking into a pond. Both of those stories are the most ridiculous things I've Fucking heard. weird. <laughs> Just weird. It's so dumb. I, and I got an alert on my phone. I woke up to that story the one morning. It said Denard Robinson was found in a car that was sinking into a pond. I huh? got the I got the same alert, and I thought for sure as soon as I clicked on it that the rest of the story was going to be like, and he's dead. Like that was going to well, be well, yeah, the, the, but it it didn't it usually would say you know it passed away. So I was like, wait, so what's the rest of the story? Like, I had, nope, he was just found. That's all. Yeah, nope, he just was, he was just like found singing into a pond. And, and it's the like, off season. <laughs> NFL alert. Go back to what you were doing. <laughs> Two a day start soon. <laughs> Thanks, ESPN. All right. I can't wait for football season to start. Actually, I am kind of looking forward to what ridiculous shit is going to happen between now and the beginning of August. I hope a lot. So we have more stuff to talk about on the show for the next month and a half. Holy shit, till the game start. This is what we got, folks. Weird, dumb athlete news. Hey, there's a there's got to be a market for that. We, we, We're it. <laughs> I think we found it. Yeah, we got it. Anyway... From the super weird to the only weird if you're not American weird, Joey Chestnut, another championship of the 2016 Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Should have been 10 in a row, but he lost one, what, year before last? Yeah, 2015. Yeah. He lost. So it was last year. Okay. Yeah, Matt Stoney beat him. Would have been 10 in a row, but he did consume 70 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes this year to take home the crown again. That is unreal. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, This was two weeks after he set the world record by eating 73 
and a half in 10 minutes in Washington, D.C. So he ate three and a half less, which is insane to think. <laughs> Two weeks apart. If, can you imagine? Like, I can't. If I eat 10 hot dogs in a day, I don't want to see another hot dog for Dude, like I a ate month. three hot dogs tonight, and I'm good <laughs> on hot dogs for a couple weeks. I'm good. <laughs> this dude ate 73 and a half, and then came back two weeks later and ate 70. And then uh, I was like, all right, cool, thanks. Well, that wasn't I, even a contest, though. That was, that was a massacre. Yeah, Everybody he was, was it was like, just him. Yeah, everybody end, leading yeah. up to it was like, we're going to have a couple of guys in the 70s this week, or this year. And then it was just, he won Everybody by, tapped out like a bunch of pitches. He won by what, 18, 17, Some, 18? Close. It's crazy. Uh, the aforementioned Matt Stoney uh, came in second place. He was the reigning champ. He only ate 53. What so, a bitch. <laughs> seriously. Man the fuck up, bro. You're 53. <laughs> you douche. Nine short of the 62 that made him the winner in last year's contest. Man. And like we mentioned, this was Chestnut's ninth win in the competition. Should have been 10, but, you know, shit happens. It's all yeah. good. Fun fact about Joey Chestnut, I do have a photograph with the man. Yeah, you do. He came into my job <laughs> one time, and I, of all the people that have come through my job uh, that, you know, have somewhat popularity, you know, there's not really huge stars. Uh, there was one I didn't mention to you. We had this conversation the other day, but I would put Joey Chestnut at number one. I also have a picture with Emilio Estevez. Coach oh Bombay. Oh, that, you, that actually has to go in my top five. Yeah, that would 100% go in the top five. Yes. Instead of saying cheese, did you say ducks fly together? I, for, I did say something. No, I said quack, quack, quack. That was what, yeah, no, that was what I said. It was, we're not saying cheese. Yes, I did. Because I, I was like, wait a minute, I did say something. That's not, awesome. Oh, yeah. But anyway. That's awesome. So Joey Chestnut, it, that 70 hot dogs in 10 minutes, it wasn't the world record, but it was the record for the Nathan's contest on mm-hmm. on the 4th of July. So he's got the world record at 73 and a half. He's got the Nathan's contest at 70. Here are some of Joey Chestnut's other records that he has set. He ate 70 bratwursts in 10 minutes. That one he set in 2013 at God. Cincinnati's Oktoberfest. That's where I got the picture with That's him. fucking that's a lot of bratwursts to eat. <laughs> you think? Unreal. He ate 165 pierogies in 8 minutes. That's, I don't even know what to say about that. that is, well, it gets worse. 121 <laughs> Twinkies in six minutes. God. I don't know how you even eat. Like, I feel like after two Twinkies, I want to die. Two Twinkies in a year. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> don't give me any more Twinkies. I can safely say that in 2016, I haven't eaten a single Twinkie. Yep, I- not looking forward to one. Probably won't have one. Nope. When 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 like everybody was freaking out because Hostess was going out of business or whatever, mm. I was like, "Oh man, ten year old me is going to be pissed that I don't have anything <laughs> in my lunch anymore." Like, yeah, I haven't had it since I became an adult, and I'm not very good of an adult, anyways. So. But they're just not very good. Yeah, yeah, not good at all. Chestnut also has the record for number of hard boiled eggs. He had 141 in eight minutes. That makes me want to vomit all yeah. over the place. And he has eaten 53 Taco Bell soft beef tacos in 10 minutes. <laughs> Wait, now were they Taco Supremes or nope, just, just, just straight, straight taco order? They just gave him a bunch of 10-pack cases and said, go to town. That That is the cheapest oh. record that he set. Because and there's, that... no, there's no sauce on them either. Nope, yeah, they're just they're... shoving them in. Yep. 
Oh, and the cheese gets all congealed. <laughs> oh, God, that's gross. Think about the shit he had to take after eating 53 oh, self-tacos. Oh, my God. And it's all dough. Minutes. Yeah. It's all doughy. So gross. Oh. So gross. Fuck Not even, shit. like, chicken tacos. Like, he had the no. beef tacos. Ugh. Uh, he ate 47 wings in dead? 10 minutes. He's, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea how this man is not dead. He ate 47 wings in 10 minutes, which when I first saw that, I was like, that's really not a lot. But then I was like, wait, 10 minutes? That's a shitload of wings to eat in 10 minutes. Most I've eaten. Like, I, if I'm real hungry, I can eat, like, get to 20, and that's it. Like, I'm tapping out. But, it takes but that's me like an in a hour. lunch break. Yeah, yeah exactly. it takes me an hour to consume 20. <laughs> and then I get to about 16. I'm like, man, this was a bad decision. <laughs> but I'm finishing these last four. <laughs> Uh, that's not something. That's not it. He also ate forty-seven grilled cheese sandwiches in ten minutes. Forty-seven grilled cheese sandwiches in ten minutes. That's unreal. And I then, hope he uh, saved some calories and went healthy. Maybe they were on wheat bread. <laughs> <laughs> they were on wheat bread. I'm sure. Maybe it was. used. I can't believe it's not butter to uh, get those ones Guys, all cheesy. Look, I'm trying to watch my figure. I've, <laughs> I got to eat seventy bratwurst next week. Yeah. So <laughs> could you tone it down? And then finally, uh, 118 jalapeno poppers in 10 minutes, which is uh, 7,000 calories about. So there you go. Joey Chestnut's records. He is a freak. Shout out to Frankie for the uh, the article there. <laughs> I When I was talking about the I, – I'll be honest. I get, I get super excited about the hot dog eating contest every Ooh. year. It's my favorite part of the 4th of July. So do I, but I actually missed this one. This was the first one I missed in a well, few they years. Well, didn't, they didn't show it live. That was the part of the problem. ESPN mm-hmm. normally shows it live at noon, but they, were, they put it on a tape delay until 3. So okay, that's what noon, threw me off. Yeah, at noon it it wasn't on. I actually pulled it up on my phone and and put on Watch ESPN and watched it because I'm a dedicated hot dog watcher. <laughs> he watches the hot dogs, folks. <laughs> but it, it, there, I started posting about it and I got so much shit from people because like, I even put it up on our post. I was like, "Who oh, wins?" There were so many. Does Joey Chestnut, Matt Stoney, or Murka? And people said we all lose. Yeah. And I don't know how you say that. People with, are haters. That's crazy. This man is the. He's clearly an athlete. He's sacrificing <laughs> his health for us for our entertainment. Yep. So good on you, Joey Chestnut. Cheers to Welcome you. Welcome back on top. <laughs> Moving on in Upper Deck. Uh, some beer news for you. Ale Smith Brewing. Most people probably haven't heard of that. Uh, they are out of San Diego, California. They are opening up a Tony Gwynn Museum in their tasting room. Their tasting room is the largest on the West Coast. They've got about 25,000 square feet. And in one corner, they're going to bring in a rotating stock of 300 of Gwynn's personal memorabilia that his wife has collected over the years. So, that's awesome. So I think that's Love pretty me cool. Some Tony Gwynn. They're kind of doing this because it's All Star Weekend, and you know that's how fine. businesses in the that's host fine. city do whatever. I'm perfectly fine. But they're keeping it up. Tony Gwynn. Yeah, they're keeping yeah, it up yeah, afterwards. No. I think that's awesome. That's so good. it's a pretty cool uh, little. That I mean, that story's like made for craft brood sports right there. Yes, <laughs> baseball, <laughs> sports, and sports memorabilia yeah, works out well. So, Good times. So if you're in the San Diego area, check out Ale Smith Brewing starting this weekend and uh, hit up the Tony Gwynn Museum. And sticking along those lines, the final note that we have here in uh, Upper Deck, the home run derby field is set, and a shock to no one should be that Madison Bumgarner was not invited. What? Which is perfectly Are you fine. kidding me? Ah, I know. Take your shock face off. I, I can't believe it. I thought for sure he was going to be in it. No. There's no pitchers. <laughs> Nobody's upset. Everybody wins. 
I'm upset. Uh, but Mark Trumbo is the number one seed. He's going to take on uh, Corey Seager. The winner will then face the winner of the f- number four seed, Robinson Cano, Cano versus the uh, my prohibitive favorite, number five seed, Mike Stanton. That's not right. Not Giancarlo. That's right, Mike Stanton. <laughs> Who agreed to do the home run derby but didn't get voted into the all-star game which is extremely <laughs> weird because i'm pretty sure when he did get voted in he was like nah i don't want to do the all-star game yeah or the home run derby so i don't understand why he agreed to do it now but fuck it he had a 470 foot right. bomb the other day against the mets i want to see him at some dingers you're gonna need a 470 foot bomb at petco like this True. is the worst stadium i think for the home run derby yeah, and then the uh, local flavor, uh, the defending champ, Todd Frazier, is going to go up against the number two seed. Gets no, he Cargo. is the number two seed. Oh, he's the number two yeah, seed. Yeah, he is oh, the number two shit. seed. Okay, well, and then he's going to face Cargo yep. in the uh, first round. And then uh, also local, Adam Duvall, another red. He's going to uh, go up against Will Myers, and Duvall's the uh, three seed in that. So. so who's your pick to to Did I not take just say Mike Stanton, my prohibitive favorite? Oh, you did say that. <laughs> <laughs> Half beer in, already losing focus. <laughs> I just don't listen when you talk sometimes. I'm what doing other asshole. things. I'm doing other things. I'm preparing. <laughs> I'm checking levels. I got oh. a big board in front of me He's here. got a lot of plates he's spinning, folks. <laughs> I'm spinning plates. <laughs> Shit. Wait, so who's your favorite? Actually, I, mean, I, I actually kind of think that Todd Frazier will probably end up winning it again. No, I don't think he will. Oh. I don't think he's going to do it. Uh, I think... Frazier wins the the first round, but I think he loses in the semifinal. I don't even think he makes the finals this year. Um, I'm going to say that uh, I don't think Trumbo wins, even though he's like the the favorite to win it at the number one seed. I'm going to say it does come out of that Cano-Stanton matchup, but I think Cano wins it all. That's my pick. I ain't picking no dirty Yankee. I don't care what jersey (laughs) he wears. He ain't winning shit. Uh, tell me how you really feel. Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> dirty, Fuck Robinson Cano. Dirty Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like he, this might be the time that he actually does it. But like I said, I think this is going to be the most boring home run derby ever at, at Petco. Like, somebody's going to win with six. I think it's going to be. I think it'll be Stanton. And you know why? Because it's easier for right-handers in that park. That's true. Right-handers have that short, yeah. shorter porch than in left field. It's, yeah, it's a tough field to hit. So I don't. I, I don't think a lefty is going to win. No. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, you might be right on that. I. Uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> there are people that are going to be watching Todd Frazier though, pretty close on this one. Well, I'm defending champ. I mean, and well, he's a right-handed hitter. There's so. there's like controversy over last year's win. Oh, fuck those people. <laughs> I have a buddy that still gives me shit about that, saying Frazier's brother was quick pitching and that the balls weren't fully landing before he was throwing the next pitch. And that's the only reason why Todd Frazier won last year. Does it fucking matter? Was he hitting him out? Who he was hitting him out, but that was the rule that it, they had to wait until the ball hit the ground before they could pitch the next pitch. That's and he was saying that Frazier's rule. brother was, was quick pitching. Oh, Look, it's just people that like to give me shit about a red doing something good. Well, it doesn't really matter. Like, they all eventually landed as home runs. So it's not like somebody was like, oh, we counted it and we didn't. it didn't actually land out. So right. what are people talking about? What the fuck? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. People are morons. And <laughs> they this are week, morons. God, this week oh my God. exemplified that we. So many people were upset about <laughs> Kevin Durant, like personally Furious. offended. And I, I feel like after, after the LeBron thing, you are just a buffoon. 
if you were a mad. I'm not saying that you couldn't be upset at the decision he made or, you know, wish he had of stayed in Oklahoma City. I kind of fall into that camp. But if you were legitimately mad, if you were one of these assholes in Oklahoma City burning your T-shirt jersey, <laughs> which is jersey. which is even more embarrassing. <laughs> Kill yourself for having a T-shirt jersey is, you know, a 30-year-old man. Uh, you know, I... I don't know what's wrong with people. I legitimately don't. I mean, okay, so Kevin Durant made a decision that you disagree with. Are you him? Do you, is it, does it affect your life? That's my thing is most of the people that were up in arms weren't even Oklahoma City fans. Like A lot of them were just general assholes. I find it ironic that Oklahoma City fans were so mad about that. Like, I can't believe he would leave and desert our town. Like, he's leaving and deserting our town when the only reason why they have a franchise is because the franchise left and deserted a town. <laughs> like, they left Seattle. That's it's not even your team. And, it, like, they're, they're the Seattle Supersonics, and you're so pissed off that he left. I don't know. I, I will admit, when LeBron left as a kind of a Cavs fan at the time, I was upset and angry. As a matter of fact, that just popped up on facebook reminding me of like idiot posts from the past <laughs> and i was like oh man i was a douchebag when lebron left well, i think i wish that he would blow out both his knees and never <laughs> win a championship so i kind of get where people are coming from they they're so invested in their team that when the heart and soul of your team leaves it's like a you take it personally it's a punch to your gut right well it's it's fine i and i understand that and I, but for me both situations one, LeBron was different because he was leaving his hometown. That right. that to That's me a was big difference. Different. Right. It was yeah. It, like Kevin Durant isn't from Oklahoma City, and he he was there for nine years. Yeah, he didn't know them shit. Like right. he gave them nine years, and it didn't work out. And sure, it sucks that he didn't finish the job. And sure, he's the face of that franchise. But how much more did he owe anybody? He didn't really owe anybody anything. Well, I think that's the problem. We feel like athletes. Owe, our, owe us as fans something. And I think that's where all of us as fans need to be like, what the fuck is wrong with us that we think these athletes owe us anything? Yeah. there's no, there's no, There should be no expectation put on athletes other than go out there and play your hardest. And that's it. Like, that should be the extent of it. It shouldn't be, oh, you, you deserve it. We came to support you, so you should stay here. Well, like, and after that's LeBron, crazy. it essentially is, like, for me become this thing where I'm kind of numb to it all. I really just look at it as these guys are there and you hope you hope for the long term, but essentially each year you're kind of renewing that thing and everything is a year to year deal. And yeah. don't worry about how many more years their contract is. Don't worry about how many more, you know, championships you may or may not be able to win. Worry about the one year because Nothing is guaranteed. I mean, some of these guys could have injuries, and it, you know, it usually doesn't happen that way for some of these guys. But it, it's possible that an injury could happen. I mean, look at prime example: Derrick Rose. People yeah. in the Chicago thought they had a, a franchise that guy. Was the dude, he won the MVP. He looked like the future, and then boom, blew out those ACLs. A billion injuries later, he shipped off to another team. Yeah, he's gone. I, I mean, you know, you can't put and, – and the people of Chicago, by the time he left, oh, get him out of here. You know, they didn't want him anymore. Yeah. It's all well and good when the athletes are doing something for you, but if they're not 
performing, then you don't want anything to do with them. So you can't have it both ways. You can't want to get rid of them when they're not performing, and you can't want to keep them when they are, but they decide, you know, for me personally, this isn't right anymore. You know, I got to move on. I got to do something else. It comes down to two things with athletes, in my opinion. It comes down to money and championships. Absolutely. So if money is the same no matter where I go, I want to go to the championship the, the place that gives me the best chance to win that championship. And if that means I leave Oklahoma City, even though we were close and we were right there and had a shot at it, why do I want to put that pressure on me when I could go and make sure I've got the best shot at winning a ring? So I'm going to go, I'm going to go do that as an athlete, you know, like, uh, and I don't think anybody can fault. If you look at an athlete, how can you fault somebody for wanting to win the championship in whatever sport you're playing? Well, it's just like faulting anybody for wanting to better their life, period. Yeah. If somebody offers you a better job than the one you currently have, you're a buffoon if you don't take right. it. You're <laughs> right. just dumb. This is the same thing. This is his job. I'm going to pay you the same or more than what you're already making, and you're going to be on a better team. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to get name recognition Fucking because great. of where you are. Yeah. I, I, you're a dumbass. And most people would take a raise of just a few grand to ditch the company they're with to go yeah. be doing the same exact thing. And it wouldn't necessarily even have to be a better company. Oh, wait, right. you're paying me more money? I'm out. Right. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant went to a place where not only is he getting slightly more money over the long haul, he also has a better chance to win, a better chance to have things go his way. What's wrong with that? I don't, I don't remember what the odds were, but I know Golden State was the favorite in Vegas to win the title before he signed. Yes. And then when he signed, it was Vegas was just like, well, let's lessen this payout because <laughs> now they're pretty much going you to get win. Nothing <laughs> if you get nothing if you bet on Golden State. You need to bet a 1000 to win a dollar. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> but yeah, it, everybody is, is pissed at him. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was, was pretty pissed it's off. the weakest move that I've ever seen. The weakest. An NBA superstar commit. You ride the gravy train. You jumping on a bandwagon. They don't need you. They won without you. Chances are they win again without you. You're jumping on their coattails to do what some would say you should have done on your own already. Considering the great talent that you are, that's my issue with Kevin Durant. What do you think about that, man? Stephen A is a noted <laughs> gas bag. I mean, sometimes I don't I wish everybody disagree. could have seen our faces during the playing of that. Sometimes I don't disagree with some of the things he says, and then other times he I feel like he's just shouting to hear himself talk. It my point being who gives a shit if they could have won it without him? Maybe he felt in his heart I'm not going to win it here. Maybe he looked at it and was like, look, if I sign a, a deal with Oklahoma City, Westbrook is gone after this year. Why am I going to stick around anyways? Like, I'm going to go and get my ring. He's got a player option. That's the other thing that they don't think about. Like, he's got a player option for for 20, what is that, 2018. He can come back to Oklahoma City. If he wanted to, he could just go get his ring and come back, just like LeBron did with the Heat. He got his rings, and then he came back to Cleveland. Well, everybody assumes the worst, and that that was it, and he's not going to come back. But uh, technically, yeah, he could. And I'm already hearing rumors that the salary cap isn't supposed to be as much as they thought next year, and they might have more trouble than they originally thought bringing 
keeping that team intact in Golden yeah. State now that he's there. So after one year, instead of having this big four of him, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and uh, Clay Thompson, they might have to do some maneuvering, and all of a sudden it might just be back down to it could possibly be just the two Steph and Durant, and all of a sudden you're back to two superstars, one at point, one at you know small yeah. forward, and it's essentially Oklahoma City again. Right? Who knows how things are going to shake out, but. These are things that could happen. And even though everybody has pretty much handed them the title, they've still got to play the games. And I don't yeah. know that this team currently constructed with all the you and me's of the world that have to fill in the rest of the roster after those four is necessarily enough to hand them the title. I mean, we saw the same thing when LeBron went to Miami for that first year. It was uh, the Heat are going to win. It's guaranteed. They got Bosch, Wade, and, and LeBron. That's it. They're done. They're the champs, and then they lost. Like, there's a there's a good chance that Cleveland beats Golden State next year. Yeah, well, especially the fact that Cleveland's still a more complete team overall. Yeah. Even after not landing Dwayne Wade, as was rumored, after Dwayne Wade decided he was going to pack up his stuff and go to Chicago. That's true. I mean, I, it's, it's why we play the game, you know. That's, my dad has always been – that's always been his mantra – He's always like, well, that's why you play the game. You yeah. know, that's why it's not played on paper. And it, it's true. Like, yeah, you look at Golden State and they are stacked. They are the team to beat. But now everybody's got that. They're gunning for them. Yeah. Now that's everybody's NBA title game is and playing no, Golden State throughout the year. And nobody is stupid. Essentially, the the way these things go, you might as well pencil them into the finals. They're most likely going to at least get that barring far. injuries. Yeah, yeah. but. But from there, anything could happen, and it doesn't take much for, you know, they were supposed to win it this year without Kevin Durant. Right. Steph got injured. Next thing you know, uh, all of a sudden they lost. They blew a 3-1 lead. So who would have ever thought that would have happened? I I don't understand why people have this mentality that spreading out the superstars is better for the game or less entertaining if they're all on one team. Like, I think it's kind of cool to see all of these great superstars together and then everybody else trying to take them down. It almost makes every game into a David and Goliath matchup where everybody likes cheering for the underdog. So it becomes that the, you know, this team that has all the superstars automatically becomes the hated supervillain. And you can cheer for anybody against them. Well, here's where I disagree with you on that, though, is that... Don't disagree with me, well, you son of a bitch. Yeah, well, here it comes. <laughs> You're wrong, motherfucker. And here's why. Because I would say in baseball that that might be true. Everybody, you know, the Yankees, especially during their most recent heyday, they signed up everybody and they essentially became, you know, the Golden State Warriors of baseball before the Golden State Warriors. They had all those name guys. But the difference with them signing all those players and the NBA having a team that signs all those players is in baseball, you're only as good as that day's starting pitcher. So it's still possible to beat the Yankees on any given day because if the starting pitcher has a bad day, eh, you know, there you go. Whereas in the NBA, having four guys all completely suck on one night is not very likely. And it just... It's so much harder to beat a single NBA team on any given night than it is to beat a baseball team on any given night because 
it, everybody touches the ball in baseball, whereas, or in basketball, whereas in baseball, only one guy touches the ball. So the fate is literally in that guy's hand. He has an off night. Team generally loses. All right. You make a good point. You make a very good point. But especially teams that are very three-point centric, like the Golden State Warriors, all it takes is one night where it's not falling. And and that could shake confidence going forward, and the team could – I mean, look what happened in the finals. It was a small injury for Steph that basically wouldn't have ha- – it wouldn't have hampered anybody else, but because he's a three-point shooter, all of a sudden now he's off his game, so now it relies on somebody else, and now they're having to step up, and Clay's stepping up, and he's not able to sink as many as he was before. If If you're a team that plays three-point ball, there's a good chance that on any night – it could not be falling, and you could lose the game. thing about that now is they just safeguarded against that because Kevin Durant isn't a three-point shooter. Kevin Durant's a driver. He has the ability to shoot three-pointers. I think he shot like 33% this past year, but he's not known for that. And now if their threes aren't falling and they got to work, eh, get it to Durant, have him drive, do his thing. All right, then just start kicking people in the dick. Just go <laughs> Draymond Green style. <laughs> Kick people just in the kick dick. Everybody in the dick. <laughs> just dick kickers, and then <laughs> you'll stop the Warriors. That's my new game. But I should be a coach. All right, guys, get out there and kick some dicks in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. I got this dry erase yeah. board, and I'm just gonna draw a picture of you guys kicking somebody in the dick. Now go here's, do it. Here's here's what a dick looks like. Go kick it. <laughs> <laughs> you would know what a dick looked like too. Set wow. yourself up. Wow. Man. <laughs> you walked right into that one. We're off for a week and you come back with me liking dick jokes. You said, <laughs> here's what a dick looks like. Now go kick it. What am I supposed to follow that up with? That's fair. I would have I would have done it to you. It it's right okay. there on a tee. <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's it's kind of fun to have one team that's the all star team and then everybody else is gun informed throughout the year. No, I think that's I mean, kind of fun. It's it's not that it's not fun. I just, I immediately said, uh, you know, Durant can do whatever he wants, but all right, wake me in June. I don't need to watch a single minute of NBA basketball. And don't get me wrong. It's not like I was sitting there tuning in. Nightly. I was going to say, that's how I, I felt anyway. I wasn't tuning Durant in nightly <laughs> anyway, but I, I legitimately feel as if what's the point? Uh, you know, I'll wait till the finals are set when it's Cleveland Golden State. And here I am saying this on <laughs> July 8th that it'll be Cleveland Golden State. And I'm pretty sure, about 90% sure I'll be correct that those, that'll be the matchup. And I'll worry about it then. I'll worry about what's going on then. Because until then, fuck it. Most teams have zero chance. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I agree. I don't think any teams have a chance outside of those two. But I think it'll be fun to see what yeah. Golden State can do. There will be fun matchups throughout the year. There will be certain teams you tune into and say, oh, well, maybe when they play Oklahoma City, it'll be interesting. Oh, that'll to see be what super happens. fun to watch. Uh, you know, when they play maybe the Clippers, that's still, the, you know, Clippers still have a decent team. When they play the Spurs, you know, there's still quote unquote teams that have a chance at the top of each of the conference. There'll still be certain matchups, but for the most part, I will say, I, I, I would, if I was to bet, I would bet that they won't break you know they won't win more than 73 games i bet they only win 68 69 somewhere around there they'll win a few less because i think towards the end of the year this year they were really gunning for it and they burned everybody out to make sure that it happened yeah and this year they'll, they'll start rotating and resting guys towards the end well to where yeah, it won't they, be as important to win those games and they right. still might 
But I don't think that they're going to ultimately end up winning more than seventy three games. No, I'm with you. I think they. I think they stop. Yeah, that sixty eight to seventy range is what I could. I see. think. I mean, signing Durant is a clear indicator that they're like, look, we're going after a title. It, oh well, it, yeah. I don't give a shit. They're. I don't give a shit about the regular season record. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. We just want the title. So yeah, and but I can't blame KD for for going. He's, no, he wants the ring, and he feels like that's the place that he's going to get it. So well, well, and I had this conversation with one on of my coworkers you. too that if he thinks in his mind, like if he sleeps better every night, thinking that getting this ring and the way that he's going to get it by joining forces with another team full of superstars, that it somehow validates his career or has history looks at him differently than good for him. Ultimately, fans are who you know dictate how history is viewed for certain players. So even if he gets this ring, if everybody says, Meh, well, he did it this way, and I don't really view it as any better, you know, say he only gets the one. I don't really view it any better than him getting any. I mean, yeah. then that's what he has to deal with. But, I mean, it's only for him. I mean, yeah. if he feels validated, if he feels like, well, I got my ring and that's what I want to do, you know, put the cherry on my career and I've got all the rest of these numbers, I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. Then good for him. I think that's what it comes down to. He these has dudes, to live with it. Yeah, these dudes just don't want to be Dan Marino. I don't think they care how they get the ring as long as they get it. Yeah, it's they like, don't. And it's like, all right, well, now I can't go down as the best guy to not win one is essentially what it comes down yeah. to. Because I want it. I don't give a shit if I had to team up with anybody else to get that. I, I will sell my soul for a ring. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I think it's fine that he did it. I don't know why people are so mad at him. Coming as a, a you know, a Cleveland fan, being pissed off about LeBron, I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, people need to chill the fuck out. That's for sure. <laughs> it's get People get a life. If you're this upset about a, a, a man making a decision to better his own life, You've got real problems. Right. Don't worry about your, don't worry about your own <laughs> shit. So this is that was like the one topic we wanted to touch on. The other thing we were talking about this week is since it is the Major League Baseball All-Star Game coming up, we wanted to talk about All-Star Games in general. We asked this question on Facebook to ask people what you thought about the All-Star Games. So uh, I think we got some good answers about that. I mean, it, it obviously some some instances around our world have maybe dampened people's excitement about talking about anything not related to current events. But uh, we thought it was a, a good kind of distraction. Personally, I think all All-Star games are ridiculous. I think they're pointless. They're dumb. It's just a waste of a fan's time. All it seems to me is it's just a cash grab for whatever league is making it. I think whether it's the NHL All-Star game, NBA, MLB, it doesn't matter. All it is is a cash grab for that league. Well, I'm I'm so close to being completely done with them. I'm almost in the same boat as you. But there's still this tiny little part of me that that's holding on to these All-Star games just a little bit. Now, I, don't, I realize that for the most part, you're getting next to zero effort. Guys aren't doing whatever the hell it is that makes their sport great on most nights. They're just mailing it in, and it's just a a smooch fest between all the buddies on the field or the court or whatever it may be. But there's still this tiny part about 
me from being a kid watching all of these players that are really good play on the same team for the one night that I still, at least for the baseball all-star game, get a little bit jacked up to watch. And I know, you know, they tried to make it mean something and nobody really, it didn't really change anything, them adding the fact that it made home field advantage something at play in the World Series. But, you know, I do still have a little bit of National League pride, and even even if there's only one Brave, as there has been the last couple of years because they suck, <laughs> uh, I still enjoy watching the National League. Hell, I think the stupidest thing about, uh, like, the Major League Baseball All-Star game is that, you know, the, the managers feel as if every single person has to get in because they were elected an All-Star or they were chosen to be an All-Star. Fuck that shit. That's unreal. If you're trying to win the game, just win the game. I, me as a Braves fan, and, and in this year's case, Julio Tehran is the representative. If he doesn't pitch a single inning but the National League wins, I don't give a shit. I, I, I'm not going to be upset that I didn't get to see Tehran pitch because I can watch him every five days when the Braves are playing any damn way. So I don't tune in to see uh, the argument that you know, fans tune in to see their own individual player. Yeah, sure, it's cool if my player for, you know, the Braves contributes to the win, but if they don't, it doesn't make me feel any less of like, oh, man, the, the All-Star game sucked because the Braves didn't really do anything. Like, I think that's the craziest thing is that they worry about not hurting anybody's feelings or some shit and just play the damn game. I, I Yeah, I love that you said that. Like, <laughs> I've never watched an All-Star game and been like, Oh sweet! I'm so glad Jay Bruce was in there for three innings and never had a ball hit to him and just stood there in the outfield the whole time. Yeah, and, like, and rolled over on a couple ground balls. Yeah, and went <laughs> like, over too. It's never. I've never been like super excited. Now I will say it's a little bit different. Like last year, having the All Star Game in Cincinnati, I thought was cool, only because we were the host city and I got to see some of the festivities that surround it. So yeah. I got to see like the All Star Fan Zone and all that other shit that they do that makes like the weekend fun. So I think that for the host city is cool. Outside of that, I'm probably not even going to watch the all-star game this year. I I I've watched watch... less and less as the years have gone on. I, you know, I don't, I definitely don't watch it from first pitch to final pitch anymore. Like I used to. Now, if there's nothing else on, I'll, I'll put it on. And that's, that generally ends up being what happens. You're talking about a night where there's absolutely no sports on, but that one and I end up watching more of it than I intend to because of that. It's like, well, it's sports. It's on. <laughs> it's a Tuesday in the middle of summer. There's nothing on. I mean, you. I end up might as well watch this shit. <laughs> Brendan Boyle said uh, he would rather watch a Kardashian marathon than the Pro Bowl. <laughs> well, not the Pro Bowl. That's oh, good so God. Let's, let's break it down worst. by let's break it down by sport here. So MLB All Star Game, you're still kind of on board with I a would little say, bit. If I was to rank them, I would say that easily the MLB All Star Game is at the top of the list of ones that anybody or the consensus would be. Well, that's the one that players seem to give the most shits about. Not many shits, just the most shits out of any of the other sports. Because 
we can go from there, and then I'd say, I guess the NHL, that's probably next. Yeah. I still think a lot of those guys play for, you know, more pride. Well, it, NHL guys are fucking psycho, too. Yeah. They're, they're well, just like, I'm going to murder you because yeah. it's hockey, so I'm going like, to kill you. I don't give a shit if this is the All-Star game. And it's still a contact sport, so, I mean, <laughs> murder or be murdered, right? So, Unless it. it's the NFL, unless it's the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Well, then we're getting to that. <laughs> then I think it's the NBA because it's just a bunch of alley-oops, and I, it's kind of fun to see. Like they do play in the last like few minutes of the game, so you got that going on. <laughs> but it, it's it is fun for a little bit to see all the alley oops and shit. But nobody's playing any defense. Not that they play any defense in the NBA on most nights, <laughs> but it's the worst display of defense you'll ever see in the NBA All Star game. And then there's the Pro Bowl, and the Pro Bowl is just one big fucking ugh, joke. It's joke. Ugh. It's the worst. I. I, 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 that's all I've got. Is that it's a joke. I, I mean, it's so horrific. You don't even have most of the guys who are voted there. You don't even have most of the alternates that are voting. You've got third and fourth and fifth guys that have the Pro Bowl label on it because most of these guys don't want to go. Yeah, well, it's awful timing. I mean, the Pro Bowl is like the worst timing out of any All-Star break that there is in, in sports. Like, that is... Awful timing, and I know they've moved it around a little bit and yeah. tried to make it better. But it doesn't matter. Once the season's over, guys aren't going to be like, let me get up for this game that yeah. nobody really cares Especially about. Especially a team that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And the dude's been sitting home for how many weeks, and he's just like, oh, cool. I get to go to Hawaii and play. And get hit game. again? Great. That More CTE? Awesome. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. I would definitely put the Pro Bowl bottom of the barrel. It's basically watching – I think if the the thing that would make the Pro Bowl more fun is if they would take off the pads and just make it a flag football game and just let no, the dudes it, remember. And, and I mean, they could still do something, but I mean, did you ever play NFL Street? Yeah. If yeah. they made it like NFL Street, <laughs> where you're essentially just picking a, a, a group of guys regardless of position, and then you just line them up wherever, and they yeah. did that with like a flag or a touch thing, that would be awesome. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, just it'd be something different. I understand, like, oh, we gotta recognize the linemen for being nobody really gives a shit about the linemen but you if, could do make it a seven on seven scrimmage but that's what i'm saying if you did the nfl street yeah. style right then you just say we get x amount of guys and x amount of guys and you line them up wherever yeah i don't have to play linemen you could put right you know a, a lineman on a wide receiver or have a lineman run the ball whatever because it's you know, I think the Pro Bowl would be better if they did NFL Blitz style. And then, <laughs> <laughs> just and then people them. just died. Yeah, yeah, it was just pile driving, folks. And... That's what my brother. My brother brought up uh, Sean Taylor's his Pro Bowl performance when yes. he knocked out a punter. Brian Norman. Yes, I still remember that. Yep. That was a great That's, Pro Bowl moment. You know, and but then, Sean Taylor gave a shit because I mean, he, he didn't care. Yeah, he's he, like, F it. He went after it. It's. I think that's the worst part about the Pro Bowl is the fact that they just don't care. Like, Not any. It, and they – I know in the NBA they don't care, but they at least care about playing offense. So it becomes – I don't know why they do the slam dunk competition in the NBA All-Star game because they they have the All-Star game, which is a slam dunk competition. Well, if in, in baseball they give just a few shits, in the NFL Pro Bowl they give no shits. Well, it, none. There's none left to give. <laughs> I, and I don't even know how many shits they give in, in the MLB All-Star game. Because it's like, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to pitch my one inning. So do I really care? Am I really going to try that hard during my one inning I don't of know pitching? about you, but if I was a pitcher, 
I I would I would just gun it. I know I'm only going to be out of here for an inning. I'm just going to blow, blow out my arm, throw as hard as I can. I just go out there and no, be a reliever. They're, no, because they're going to be like, oh, I've, I've got a $100 million contract. I'm not going to blow out my arm. I'm well, not going to throw it as hard as I It's guaranteed. I'd be trying to blow out my arm. I'd blow out my arm now and sit out the rest of the, the year. Shit, the only guaranteed. That, and even the batters are just like, I just want to hit a home run. They don't give a shit. About, they're not playing like They're not playing the game. They're not situationally playing, oh, like, well, if I could get a single here or they're shifted hey, here. Hey. They're just like, I'm just going to swing for the fence. Joe what Madden tells you to put a bunt down in the All-Star game. <laughs> I bet your ass puts a bunt down in the All-Star game. Why? What's going to happen? Are they going to sit you in the next All-Star game? Yeah. <laughs> no. Send you to the showers. <laughs> oh, they're going to send you to the showers a half an inning <laughs> earlier than they normally would have? Do you a big oh, favor? Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> oh, really? I have to go sit down now in the second inning instead of the third? Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. That's the other thing. Why are we like, oh, okay, uh, It's they've played two innings. It's Little League rules. They play Little League rules in the MLB All-Star game. But that's because of that stupid preconceived notion that they have to have everybody participate. Yeah, if they just said, <laughs> fuck it, we're trying to win this game, yeah. guys could just play the whole game. You know what they need? They need Pete Rose to manage a team in the All-Star game. No, Pete Rose <laughs> needs to sit his cool ass down in the corner and do nothing. <laughs> Just sit over there and be Pete Rose and shut the fuck up. That's what Pete Rose needs to do. He needs to be nowhere near any type of baseball. Pete Rose will tell you that Pete Rose needs to be. Right yeah, he does. He would. I commanded Rose to a game, man. Let's tweet him and ask him what he thinks. Do you think he could? No. Do you think he's on Twitter? Fuck I don't think he's no. on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. We asked you guys on Facebook what you guys thought. Uh, we had some some good responses to this. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, who's a, a friend of mine from back in the day, she said, and I'll quote, Ugh, no, but I'm not a real sports gal. <laughs> but I do like that home run derby thing. So. That's about as girl an answer as you'll ever get. You can't get more. Ugh. Ugh. Home run derby <laughs> Thing. I'm not a real sports gal. Oh wow, that's pretty solid. Uh, my buddy Theo said that uh, the the All Star game in baseball has waned, and the Pro Bowl is all but canceled, like we said. But uh, the NBA still does it right, even though we complain a lot. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, again, I, I think the top two are baseball and NBA. So an argument can be made that either one of those hits the top spot. But you know, you're picking. The best, the shiniest turd. I guess, yeah. Among it's turds, it's so. basically like this year's election. Like, <laughs> I guess if I have to pick somebody, somebody has <laughs> to be president. Uh, let's see. John Hicks, a loyal listener from Michigan, he said he never really watches the All Star games, but he doesn't dislike their existence. But he thinks our Olympic teams are similar in some sports, and he would rather watch that. I think that's an awesome idea. Let's do away with all-star games and just push these athletes into international competitions. That would be fantastic. I think that'd be that'd be amazing. I mean, they've already done it in the NBA, right? That is the right. NBA all-star game. <laughs> right, is yeah. The, is us kicking the shit out of the rest yeah, of the world exactly. in the Olympics. Literally kicking dicks in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> this year we will be kicking dicks in the Olympics. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> The, the Golden State Warriors slash Team USA will be kicking dicks because three, uh, three of the starting five for the Olympic team play for the Warriors. Yeah. So, hey. It's kind of like the All-Star game this year where the entire infield is the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> I, think, we, I think that's awesome. I say do that. The only problem is you don't have football as an Olympic sport. The rest of them, though, it, it works. You, yes. Well, you've got the, the World Baseball Classic for baseball. 
since now that baseball is an Olympic sport. Yeah. So you can at least push people to that, which does not get the viewership that it should. It, and I, World Baseball Classic is awesome. I'm it's probably very the only awesome. one who's sitting no, there I think watching it. I watch every intently. game. I watch every – I feel like it's the Little League World Series, but on a much larger scale. On a world <laughs> scale even? Dare, no, because the Little League World Series say? is a world – scale no it's really not. <laughs> all right it's it's towns versus japan basically exactly that's not a world scale <laughs> i don't know the mexican team usually does pretty well anyway <laughs> i think that's a good idea though let's go international competitions instead of all-star games well we, we've got more female responses because we love the ladies here on the show and uh our friend latricia allen said what there's all-star games in this current century <laughs> This is news to me. Hope that answers the question. It it does basically. You know, we're sitting here discussing four games that essentially don't mean shit. But she makes a good point, though. And you brought this up when we were prepping for the show. We live in a time where you can see all these guys. You don't. Yeah. You don't have to like. Oh, I can only see that guy in the All Star game. Like I, I, you can watch Mark Trumbo whenever you want. You don't have to wait for the All Star game to see him play. So this is a different time with TV and where we're at. When you say that name, though, and to hardcore baseball fans, Mark Trumbo is a name. But most average baseball fans, Mark Trumbo is still not even a guy that you're like, oh, I know who Mark Trumbo is. I don't think most average baseball fans are watching the All-Star game, though. No. So I think most – who are you appealing to with the All-Star game? You're appealing to – you're trying to appeal to the the average fan, but it's, it's not hitting home. So you're appealing to the hardcore fan who just wants to watch baseball, and they're they they've seen these guys. They've got the at bat package. They don't need to fucking see Trumbo play. True. Another another female response. My friend Michelle said uh, she enjoys the stuff surrounding the All Star games, the dunk contest, home run stuff, skills competition. Those are all still pretty cool. I think, but again, cool. it, it matters the participants because yeah. I want to watch the dunk contest, but I don't want to watch Gerald Henderson in the dunk contest. Who? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to watch. You know, I want to watch the LeBrons of the world who do, who's never done a dunk contest do a dunk contest. So if those if they do away with the All Star Game itself and just do the skills competitions, do you think those guys are more likely to participate? Like, do you think LeBron James does the dunk competition if there is no All Star Game? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. I think it would drive participation in that. I think you you would have to essentially nudge them in that direction if you were the leagues because if you're just doing that event, then you would want to have the most notable guys doing yeah. the event. So yeah, I guess it would force. So maybe that's what issue. maybe that's what they should do. Do away with the actual game since nobody cares about that and just keep the skills competitions because I had a couple of people say the same thing. Uh Joanne said she watches the Home Run Derby. Gary, uh, who loves to give me shit about Todd Frazier getting quick pitch <laughs> last year, he said he watches the Derby. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's just the skills competitions that they keep and then fuck the game. <laughs> who cares about the game? Like, just show – let's face it. You watch that stuff. You watch the NBA All-Star game to watch dudes dunk. Yeah. And watch crazy cool plays like that. So, yeah, alley-oops and Yeah, shit. so just have a slam dunk competition and nothing else. And get the best guys in the league to do, or expand it and make it even more like more guys can participate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. three point contest with more than just four guys, and like really expand that out. Home run derby with more than there's what six guys in the home run derby. 
Let's do away with the All Star game, and then then I wouldn't even be mad if Madison Bumgarner was in it because he'd get eliminated in the first round, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Good, get the fuck out of here, and let the real guys hit home runs." <laughs> you piece of shit, hillbilly. <laughs> oh, resident smartass Matthew Daniels coming coming fierce with the. I watch him, but I'm a drunk. I'd watch flies <laughs> fuck if you threw them a ball. He he never fails me with the uh, the answers to these questions. I, I enjoy always reading his answers. They they're always priceless. Uh, I, you got to have a really high def camera to see some flies fucking. <laughs> That's where you went with that. You went to the high def camera. I mean. How else are you going to see flies <laughs> fucking? Because that's got to be really... As, that's some interesting videography to get that going. Brian Berglund, a good friend of the show, he uh, he's participated quite a bit in this. He said, keep them all, he'll catch up on Netflix. And I think that's where the sentiment of most people is. Yeah, is I have so many people it. that said that it just it's a waste. Don't Players don't care. Don't want to be there. It's a half-ass effort. And it, I mean, that's pretty much where the consensus falls is that... They're, they've outlived your, their usefulness, I think. It, it goes back to what we were talking about with uh, not being able to see all of these guys. Yeah. When, you know, when there weren't regional network packages where you can see every single team on any given night and you just, uh, I can watch such and such play on my phone right now. Let me bring that up because I just want to see this at bat. And you can do that. You don't need to wait for one single game that's nationally televised to see Willie Mays yep. play for, you know, although Willie Mays would have played for nine innings back then. Yeah. Because you know, that's when they weren't half. like, okay, guys. Yeah, it, it wasn't a, it, everybody didn't get a fucking participation guys, ribbon. come on, let's, yeah. okay, it's time for somebody else's turn. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I, I guess it's kind of outlived its usefulness. Yeah. They need to do something else to showcase their stars in a different way. I mean, if they, you know, the NBA has a whole, they've already got the skills competition set up, so it works great for them if they were to just be like, ah, oh, fuck this NBA game. Uh, we, we'll just do a skills competition, and they've got multiple different ways. Yeah. Baseball would have a tougher time because just having the home run derby, yeah, a lot. Of, everybody wants to see home runs, but what else could they do besides they could that? Have, they could have pitchers take turns trying to throw and blow up a bird like Randy Johnson did. <laughs> <laughs> they just release a bird across home plate, and they, they try to blow up Pete a bird. Pete is going to call us and get on our <laughs> shit. You want to blow up birds? That's so I uh, I think, I mean, they could do something with pitching. There can be they, some they could, But I'm just saying there's not an inherent, oh, this is what you do, I mean, as far as a competition for pitching. But let's let's figure it out. I mean, they you know can... what? We have Conor McGregor standing home plate, spinning <laughs> plates, and the pitchers have to <laughs> nail the plates that he's spinning. That's what we do. The nail the plates from Conor McGregor competition. Oh, Boom! Shit. Figured it out. <laughs> Nailed it. We're yeah. Gonna, give us money. Kamish, call us up. <laughs> Rob, we try to make you that dose, son. We just want a little bit of a cut. I just I just want you to shout out our show, Rob. That's it. Like I don't even need money okay. for this. Just just be like, hey, this idea came from Craft Brew Sports. You can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at Craft Brew Sports. <laughs> Check him out on Facebook, Craft Brew Sports. If you hey, got we, need, we need you to read the outro, Rob. <laughs> just read the outro once. <laughs> be a guest on the show. Oh shit! Yeah, I think that's where we're at with it. I I just think All Star Games in general are just a waste of time. Yeah, they're we're done with them. 
I'm done. I mean, we can go to consume it or can it, but I think we've kind of got our idea for uh, for a lot of this stuff today. Oh yeah, we really didn't hold back with our no. opinions. It was pretty. <laughs> we, we, it was pretty straightforward. We let it go today. So let's yeah. start off with the beer, Scott. Uh, Citra Dog by Thirsty Dog Brewing in Akron, Ohio. You consuming it or you canning it? Pliny, go fuck yourself. <laughs> we, we got a real IPA right here. Citra Dog is the way to go if you want an IPA just based out of what we've drank on the show so far. I can't speak on uh, all the other IPAs out there. We got more shows coming. <laughs> IPAs. Well, IPAs. 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 <laughs> IPAs the A's. Uh, yeah, so no, I'm consuming the uh, Citra Dog. It has a fucking dog with a cape on it, uh, on the label. Yeah, it does. It's Super Dog, drinking Citra Dog. Uh, I enjoy this beer. It's one of the IPAs. I am I mentioned it before. Not an IPA guy, but... On my very first sip, I actually told Mike, uh, I already like this better than Pliny, so if it yeah. stays consistent throughout me drinking it over the next hour, we're good to go, and it did. So, drinking and consuming the uh, Citra Dog. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to consume it as well. Uh, as uh, Just like you, I'm not as big of an IPA fan. I tolerate them more than you do, but this one definitely is, is smooth enough that you can have more than one of them without feeling like you want to rip out your tongue. Because it's it's not overbearing. The, the hops in this one are not crazy. I was looking at the bottle, and it does say you'll find evidence of tangerine, grapefruit, orange, and mango. I didn't find any of that. It it smelled like beer. Uh, <laughs> well, I will it say the only like thing beer. That I, is when you were reading through that, the only thing I could think of is every fucking IPA kind of tastes like a uh, uh, the hell did you say grapefruit. That, oh, okay. That's the yeah. only thing. That's maybe why that I'm not huge on. It gives me that bitter, citrusy yeah. taste. So I could say, yeah, it tastes like grapefruit, but any IPA kind of yeah. tastes like grapefruit to me. I'm Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I can't really – when it comes to IPAs, they all kind of run together. On yeah. They all, they're all similar. It's like, oh, this one's either too overbearing or this one's not. Yes. You know, and this one, Citra Dog, is not – you can drink more than one of them without being like, I I hate my life. It's the smoother of any IPA yeah. that you're going to find. Like, if I lay down next to my wife tonight, she's not going to be like, what the fuck were you drinking? You smell <laughs> awful. Like, <laughs> don't breathe on me. I'll That's be like, the other thing I about brush, IPAs. I brush my teeth. Yeah, well, go brush them again because you smell awful. I am so glad I'm not the only one who tells no, the good story that I got to fucking yeah. brush my teeth after <laughs> yeah. drinking beer. I'm like, I did. Fuck. I did brush my teeth. I just had an IPA. She's like, oh, okay. So that's, I, I think Citra Dog will allow you to still lay next to your woman without her getting pissed. Citra Dog, lay next to your woman without having to brush your teeth. I mean, you still got to brush them, but like you only got to brush them once. You don't need to brush them, mouthwash, and then brush again. Wow, got the whole fucking routine down over here. Look, I've been there. I, I've been there before. But being that I'm not as big into IPAs, I think maybe somebody who's like an IPA connoisseur, could probably differentiate a little bit better than I can. I personally, I, I would just leave it as it's not as overbearing. So if you're not into IPAs, this is probably a good one to start with because it, it is pretty good to, to go with. Uh, I'm on board with it. Consume. Consume. Did I, say, I thought I said consume to start. Oh, my bad. No, you might have. I was just oh, okay. wrapping it yeah, up. Yeah, no, I'm consuming Wrap this it. this shit up, yeah, me. Consuming it. All right, uh, let's move on. Kevin Durant to Golden State. Uh, it, we'll say it was a good move for him to go to Golden State. Consume it or can it? Consume it. The man made a choice. He's he's the one who's got to live with it. Gives him the best chance to win. He's getting paid. The fuck do I care? Yep. I consume that he made that decision. I mean, I, it doesn't it doesn't affect me. I'm not a Warriors fan. I am not a uh, Oklahoma City fan. 
So at the end of the day, Kings are still going to fucking lose most of their games. So, hey, <laughs> least, at least it makes a couple other games interesting. All right. I'm consuming it too. Fuck it. Let him do what he wants. Let all these athletes do what they want. We as fans need to take a step back and stop being so ridiculous when it comes to these athletes. Let them, if they want to go chase a championship and go with somebody else, cool. Go do it. I don't give a shit. Two things real quick. KD did say this week, I was listening to the press conference, and there was only one record skip moment where he said, this was one of the hardest roads I could have chose. And I said, excuse me? Bullshit. You, you, you joined a 73-win, Tim, and this was the hard. No, Dude, no, no. Is... Joining the fucking Kings would have been the hardest road this you could have really taken. This is a really hard road to choose because I had to, like, go figure out how I don't score as many yeah, points. Yeah, Robert Frost thinks you're full of shit. You didn't take the road less traveled. <laughs> Boom! Hitting you with that poetry knowledge, motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I thought that was ludicrous. And there was one other thing I was going to say about him. Oh, um... People in general just getting upset. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to not enjoy the decision from a sports fan thing. But just just know that you would have done the same fucking thing. Absolutely. You would have done it. Absolutely. So consume it. Uh, and then finally, uh, consume it or can it, Scott? Uh, all-star games. Can them shits. <laughs> I know I said I was like on the edge, but mostly I'm maybe tuning in for a little bit of the MLB. I'm not watching any of the other ones I, other than highlights. Whatever. Can the shit out of all of them. Looks like it's a agreement across the board here. I'm canning it too, so a double can on all-star games. However, I will say... I convinced myself, keep the skills competitions and just make those your all-star games. Do away with the games themselves. And, and just the have... international competitions. Make yeah, the, the international. The, yeah, yeah. Make the all-star games essentially just be And how great would that be? Like every four years is the only time you get pumped up to see it. That's fucking cool. I think that's uh, well, cool as shit. Make, that's what I think makes the Olympics kind of a it big deal. It makes it better. Because the yeah. Olympics wouldn't be as big of a deal if they roll around every year. Right, exactly. So well, I'm canning. I don't even know that they're a big deal this year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel super bad for those athletes that are like, hey, I'm a rower, and uh, this is my only shot, and I'm not going to go. I'd be cause... so fucking pissed if this was my first time ever. It was yeah. my lifelong dream to get to the Olympics, and the and first year, it. they're like, Hey, so we've got poisonous water, and you can get this really horrible, <laughs> god awful vi- uh, virus from a mosquito. But uh, go out there and live your dream. There's, there's body parts washing up on the shore, Fucking so uh, go rep your country. Uh, <laughs> Ripper country. <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> it must be the dog getting to you. All right, words. R- <laughs> You're an asshole. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Craft Brood Sports. Uh, as always, thank you for participating on Facebook. Uh, follow us it. on Twitter at Craft B Sports. If you got any beers you want us to try, if you got any topics you want us to cover, hit us up craftbrewsports at gmail dot com. You can follow Scott, Mister Underscore at Scotty K <laughs> Underscore Junior. You can follow me. <laughs> you can follow me at Mike Burlon. Uh, we love people following us. We be killing it on Twitter. <laughs> Check us out. Follow us. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. We out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.